0: no place to escape to. This is the last podcast on the left (laughs) side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. Man, I'm Pittsburgh. I'm feeling it. Yes, sir. Uh, Went to Kennywood. Kennywood is (laughs) one of Natalie and I's favorite places in the world. What is is it? It's an indie amusement park. In Pittsburgh. Is it based off of Kenny Rogers, like Dollywood? I, it should be. I wish yeah. it was. Honestly, Kenny Rogers would feel at home there before the surgery.
2: Oh. Because
1: the one thing about Kennywood is that it's Pittsburgh concentrated. It, the only <laughs> way to really describe it is that it's Pittsburgh allowing itself to be itself. You know how many bottoms of bellies I saw out of shirts? Like, just mm. the idea of, like, I just I love, I'd love to see it because Pittsburgh's getting fancy now. Because oh, you got it? like hipster neighborhoods, people are starting to dress like like f- fancy. I saw a woman's areolas yesterday, which is a lot for Pittsburgh. Because that a lot of times that's amazing. Lo- you got to cover yourself up from
2: the sh- the third shifters.
1: Sure, from the factory. You know what I mean? You can't well, get Well, Don't mean the up.
2: hardworking night not, shift workers that provide you with all of your Amazon goods. They're not going to attack you, but they're definitely going go like. Ah, ah. Well, don't forget, Henry. For them, nine o'clock in the morning is midnight. It's midnight. That's why you always got to go to the the over-the-night bars that open at noon and open at midnight and close at noon because it's a different world. And they got the trough so you could piss in it. Yeah, while you're just
1: sitting on the stool. But yeah, man, Kennywood is just amazing. It's just like it's like throat cancer running around oh but it's got that the, nice. it's got some of the best roller coasters on the face of the planet and i love that place and we go whenever we can
2: well there you go it sounds like a great time for an adult relationship go on over to kennywood <laughs> who doesn't love it welcome to side stories everyone i am ben hanging out with henry he's in pittsburgh as you can tell yeah the rust belt but, Henry, you talked about plastic surgery, and that kind mm. of leads to a story that I read this week, and I sent it to you today, and I think it's quite interesting. It's alien-adjacent, but I want to hear your thoughts on plastic surgeons alienizing the faces of people. Have well, you heard about mm. this new cosmetic trend? Make are- me look like a gray, and they're doing it? What do you think? It's blowing my mind. I can't tell. What's,
1: what does it all mean? Extreme body modification is getting more and more prevalent. People are really into it. And what have also, we've talked about, how many times have we said that one of the goals of the hybrid program of the Greys specifically is to slowly seed themselves with their seed, our seed and their, whatever their, it comes out of their fucking cloaca because they don't have holes. Oh my. So they just, they possibly bake them in some kind of tube and that they're releasing these hybrid people that look like, Honestly, they look like Zendaya if she
2: was gray, <laughs> right? And now that Zendaya
1: has become the new beauty standard, but right? That's the just idea because is
2: Zendaya that- is in Dune, and now you have to say that she's beautiful. She's beautiful, but I'm she is sure. the new beauty
1: standard. But the hybrid look, like the idea of like it's very high cheekbones. They look like kind of the vaguely like aliens. They want them to start fucking normies, people with Pittsburgh bodies, right? They oh want to my. start fucking the Pittsburgh bodies to start to weeding us out. You know what well, I mean? That's
2: the whole deal. They weed out the normal human DNA. Apparently, cosmetic doctor Stephen Harris he runs Harris Clinic in Crouch End. It's in North London. Oh, I always go to Crouch, a crouch end, sound- end to get all they my just, medical services. Uh,
1: only fucking in London does the hippest part of town smell like balls.
2: Well, apparently people say they go into his office and they say, make me look like an alien. And then he, quote, alienizes them. He fills up their cheeks with all the weird stuff. And then they come out looking like Greys. And I, I don't know if I am here for it or not. Do whatever you want with your body. That's what I say. But isn't it a little bit of, is this not cultural appropriation of the alien race? Well, we haven't officially met them, have we?
1: So maybe this is a good opportunity for them to come forward and reveal themselves to say, hey, don't you can't be trans species yet. But also, I think it's interesting. I am actually completely for it because the the world of Transmet, the comic book series, Mm. is becoming more and more real. And I think it's a very interesting view of the future. I think people can get surgery to look like animals, to look like fictional creatures. I think it's okay for people to look like animals, to look like uh, mythical creatures. I think it's really interesting. I think it's opening our minds into allowing the – fictional to become non-fictional just simply cosmetically because then slowly but surely you know you kind of trick yourself if you have enough edibles Mm -hmm, if you have enough mm -hmm. edibles you can really trick yourself into thinking that the fairy tales are becoming real and that to me that allows for more potential of human success the more we can allow imagination into our day-to-day lives because right now we're just working
2: ourselves to death I don't know if this is going to work out. The woman that is uh, getting this alien operation, she does not have a job. I will tell you that because mm, no one guy, I don't know how.
1: How do you uh, pay for it?
2: I think it's her brother that's actually doing it. Isn't that interesting? Uh, this is what the doctor oh. said. He says the term alienization refers to the distortion of features outside the normal range for the individual so that it appears alien for that particular person. That's some, cool. He goes on, some people present naturally with certain features in the stimulation. But the problem is creating these in those who do not and making everyone look the same. Very interesting. Very scary. The alien, uh, the alien fandom is growing like we've never seen before. It's I just feel very, like if the aliens real. come down and all of a sudden there's a bunch of people with plastic surgery that try to look like the alien... Oh, I think sure you'd be the first like to
1: go. I think they, they definitely be the first yeah. to go. Uh, they, right. Only just because they're going to be mad. I think when they come there or, or who knows, or maybe it's going to be like, how shocked was I to find out that we had fans in Berlin? Isn't that
2: nice? But what if you, let's say they send you to Mars. Let's say you accidentally go to the bathroom. You don't realize it's on Elon Musk's SpaceX Probe, you're just like I'm gonna shit, and you accidentally go in there like three, two, one. You're like, oh my god, I'm late
0: for the show.
2: And now you get to Mars and you step off, and it's a bunch of aliens who have glued hair all over their bodies (laughs) and have (laughs) balded and gained a little bit of weight, and they say, "Hello, we are we are Polish. Nice to meet you. It would be a nightmare."
1: I, you know what? No, man. You would like to feel so at home. I'd give all those fuckers a bunch of high fives. We'd share a plate of pierogies. We'd hang out for what be like, oh, do you want to get super Polish? I'd be like, watch them, be like, try to stomach some stoli.
2: Because when it comes down to it, I don't know if the aliens are
1: prepared for 150 like proof alcohol. I don't think that they are. I think that they have to, they might need to build up, but that's how they become truly Polish if they're willing to get off of work and then drink. Pure bottom shelf <laughs> vodka until you fall asleep on the stoop of an apartment building.
2: Well, Henry, you are king of the Segway today because yes. that reminds me of the, this other story. <laughs> eep, the stories eep. this week are not particularly like macabre Brittle. in nature. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, we do have one we very do have mysterious one. story. Yes, we do, but this is not so mysterious. This is simply people trying to have a good time without sucking the teat. Of Anheuser-Busch (laughs) or Big Booze. Oh, you should talk. You should talk. You love (laughs) BLs, man. BLs
1: is how you live. You live a... If there was one person that I knew that lived a BL lifestyle besides Posty,
2: it's you. Bro, me and Posty would hang out. We'd have so much fun. I would, I would love, love to be posty. Hang I'm out just so him. old and not as cool as him, and I understand no. he can't be seen with me. We but could I would tell love him, him
1: stories. We could tell him stories about AOL chat rooms. <laughs> and we could tell him about <laughs> all remember. the cool things that we yeah. did. You how many times you did whippets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This woman in Massachusetts. Apparently, she made some homemade drinks. No,
1: this is not in Massachusetts, bro. This is in Kiwanis, Lithuania. That's why this story (laughs) is interesting. That's why it's in world news. I am
2: sorry. It says mass alcohol poisoning. I assume it (laughs) meant Massachusetts. I see. We are in Lithuania. Never mind. That's what happened here. So I don't, 16, think I don't think
1: Anheuser-Busch is in Lithuania. I mean, I think it is now. I think technically it's a German company now. I think they purchased <laughs> it. But it 16 people died from drinking homemade, I guess it's like Krakestil. I don't know what <laughs> booze that they <laughs> oh, were drinking man. in Lithuania. Like what it was the fake version of vodka that they were they had. But it all came from one woman. This made this batch of, of some form of, of, of hooch. Some yeah, Lithuanian
2: she, hooch. She's been arrested. She's 63 years old. This yeah. is a mystic, my understanding, and I'm only reading one article, so perhaps there's something more... Um, mysterious or uh, nefarious in nature, but it seems to me like like she just wanted to be like, come on in, guys. I have some booze for the boys. Come on. And I think she just made a massive miscalculation. Well, our driver in Grundy,
1: who was one of the, like, he was such a cool guy, but the way he talked about the, like, jurisdictional like the territories of moonshine. Yes. And who makes the good moonshine? Who has the, the reputable moonshine? Who's got the hack moonshine? And it is very, it boils down to like, it It creates your reputation in your yes. community, how good your moonshine is and how important it is. So I actually wonder if it's more like that, where it's like this woman just made her scarsh for years, <laughs> but this last batch, whatever it was, it killed 16 people. Apparently she feels terrible. Apparently they
2: arrested her and she didn't really understand that this shit was just dropping people. No, she didn't. According to the Qantas regional prosecutor, they say since the beginning of this month, a total of 16 men and women of various ages have died at the Qantas hospitals, possibly some from the same alcohol surrogate. Most of them residents of the same district. They say another two people are currently being treated by doctors, It is not ruled out that the number of people intoxicated with alcohol may increase further. During the search of the woman's home, authorities found containers with liquids of an unknown origin. Yeah, man, you're just drinking that shit. Yeah, I think she may have just put together a bunch of different lighter fluids and some different kind of oils or whatever she used, and it doesn't seem like it got people well, it probably did get them pretty messed up, but no, it was the yeah, last absolutely. time they ever got yeah. messed up.
1: But I actually <laughs> email us, lpotl at gmail.com if you've made your own booze and how exactly you went about it to make sure that it's safe. Because it's apparently it's pretty easy to make poison versus booze. Uh, I that would like, think,
2: well, isn't... It, I mean, it is poison, right? So
1: Oh, I mean, it's a slight poison, but it, it goes, I guess it goes from ethanol which is alcohol, right? to whatever the fuck it is. It's like it's get the slide to ethylene right. glycol, which is antifreeze, and methanol, which is, what is fucking paint thinner. Like, <laughs> is just like one fart too long. Like, I don't know what oh, you man. have to add to it. Like, one less juniper berry. You go out there, it's in the sun too long, or a bird lands in it,
2: and it drowns. I don't know what happens. Yeah, side stories, lpot.com. If you are in the booze game, let us know, like, what does it take to make sure you don't kill your entire customer? remember base uh, the victims in this case were aged 30 to 60 i'm surprised there was no teens in there i thought in lithuania they might start a little bit younger but maybe maybe they lived yeah maybe they just when you're a teen you're still like shoplifting and stuff you don't have to go to old grandma's house to get the strange booze um,
1: what's this Puts? have you ever uh when's the last time you've seen the master oh my goodness i only saw one when it came out I just recently rewatched it and that whole scene when Joaquin Phoenix makes his own booze where he basically just puts like it's actual fuel. Like he puts gasoline in a canister and he's drinking it. And I know that guys do it because then he Mm -hmm. in the movie, he gets guys really, really fucking sick on it. Right. Like the one dude dies and he has to leave because the guy died from being poisoned because you can't drink too much of it because he's he's drinking actual fucking gasoline.
2: Right, dude. Absolutely. It reminds me of that fantastic film, Love Liza, where he falls in love with RC Racing and huffing. Yes, "Yes."
1: that's right. (laughs) That movie's fucked up. It's also really depressing. Like Radio Flyer, the other highly depressing movie about a fucking cart. Yeah, why are a child's cart?
2: Why are RC Racing movies devastatingly sad for no reason? I don't
1: know. I feel like like even the RC
2: car in Toy Story was kind of a bummer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, can they just be. Also, in cars. Why do they make them with four doors? Why do they have seats inside of them? If no one's sitting inside of them to to drive around and why, like, who makes them? That's a fantastic
2: idea, Henry. I really don't know. I think maybe if they want a Lyft or Uber, if they want to work, they have to have seats. But there are no humans in that world unless that's how they fuck.
1: But I feel like that's what you have the tailpipes for. I feel like this is a question that's been asked before by some philosopher. (laughs) someone's asked about the pointless life of the cars creatures and how they came about. What existential like game of telephone and DNA and car parts created that universe. If you could
2: resurrect uh, Stephen Hawking, maybe you would ask him this question and it's unfortunate he died before you came to contemplate this unbelievably vital question about this cartoon. Uh, Unfortunately, the
1: only question I'd have to ask him is does it work? It referring does, to his penis, yes. It he, he does, doesn't it? I know. Did he shoot his wife I think so. a whole bunch? He did. I think that, but that was more about the pursuit and the bagging of her. You know what I mean? Just being like, uh, but I am still a man with flesh and blood.
2: How, how, Mark. More. I mean, he is a very wealthy person, so he probably likes to get cucked out or where God There's oh, a whole series of different kind of horns. Well, now he's getting cucked out
1: and fucking wherever the hell he is. God knows what crimes he's capable of. I don't think he took any Epstein money. No, um, I don't.
2: Well, who knows? They're, the or the wealthy, and it is what it is. Money uh, is always dirty.
1: Especially when it comes down to the scientists. I and mean, you're coming down to the sciences and you're desperate for it because yeah. sometimes you'll say yes to whoever shows up. Um, this story... Is like the main story of the week. Uh, even though there is not a heck of a lot going on in this story, it's just one of the more mysterious stories to come out so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, the mystery. This is about the mystery surrounding an entire family that was found dead on a Sierra Trail. It's this is crazy. This is really, really interesting. Um, this is in Mariposa, uh, the, the outside of San Francisco. Uh, this is a very wild story. Don't know what the hell is going on here. Basically, a family, a very lovely looking family, um, Ellen Chung, Jonathan Garish, and their one-year-old daughter, Miju, and their dog were all found dead on a hiking trail in Mariposa. The uh, the cause of death is not remotely determined. As a matter of fact, when they showed up, they all showed up and they were found they showed up and the first thing that drew people's attention was that the hazmat crew arrived to see what the hell happened to them
2: there was also the family dog named oski so apparently when they arrived they found john and oski and john was just sitting in a chair and he was dead and then oski was next to him and then what the the woman the woman was nearby with the baby but then their car had gone missing as well right it's very strange. They found the car eventually. They found Later the car. The car
1: was parked outside of like so – because essentially this was a fairly remote but popular trail. Like people went to this place fairly often, but it was out in the boonies, right? It's called the Heights or Hites Cove Road. I'm not sure how that's pronounced. And they went out there. They they eventually like they, they knew that this family was gone. They were only supposed to be gone for yeah. a day, right? They did the sensible thing, which all people should do, which is if you are going to go in nature, especially if you're not a person – that does that knows nature. I mean, I, technically everybody should, but it's especially like if Kissel and I no. went hiking,
2: we would need to tell people where the fuck we were at all times. If we went hiking, we would hold on to a little string at all times so we could be like, oh, let's not get lost so we can I be just, together. Just we would chain ourselves like we're oh, uh, yes. middle school kids in Queens. But you went. They found
1: these bodies. They were missing for the day. It was only It was a day hike. And so the family went missing. The next day they called in a uh, ranger went out and he, he said like, well, I know that they live kind of like far out. They lived in, in the wood, this woodsy area. He's like, so I'm just going to go out and see what's close. He was like, okay, i me at least check that hiking trail. They go there and he found these bodies. And that, cause that was my oh. first thing was like, how were they found? Which was the, yes, no, no outside wounds whatsoever. No cause one thing play. they said, no foul player, no bullet shots, no uh, bottles of no bottle of medicine, no suicide note. Uh, and also, not a single mark on their body because the next thing was like, did they all get bit by a rattlesnake? But like the baby was in a carrying like thing, like the chest carrying thing and was also dead next to the father
2: with no yes. signs of anything. Yes. The baby, I apologize, was next to the dad with the dog beside him. It was very strange totally insane so the toxicology they reports the they happen. don't know what but also interestingly enough you know what the area was named what the devil's gulch yes well so there it's was got this- like a scary name to it as well is this okay so true question henry we talked about uh what's it called uh 411 a missing- uh, 411
1: missing uh the, that that storyline the idea of people going missing in the national parks
2: yes so we have that angle to it And then we also have just like how scary missing people in the national parks is. And then sometimes they find like that person's been in the woods for 20 years and he's been killing people. What the hell happened? Well, there's no national registry for missing people,
1: uh, especially in their natural park system. They just haven't done it. They don't put they had. They will not uh, collect the data like it's kind of a little bit similar to the way the different bureaus of criminal justice shit like work out how the FBI doesn't talk to the local police like that kind of shit. And how it, that all breaks down, how like various parks don't talk to each other and put their records together. Yeah. But it's also in the style of the Diatlov pass in. Russia. Yes. Where like now they're trying to go to the uh, we're we're en- we're entering into M Night Shyamalan territory, where they're, they're saying they're going
2: to turn old. They're
1: old, but they're saying that it might be some form of algae. Which is like, it's I, this is weird, right? It's scary. They have to, they're still testing the water that they were drinking. There's this thing called the cyanobacteria, which is this blue green algae that can oh. grow in these blooms. And they're freshwater blooms that they grow in. And they literally, if you see water that has like, it looks pretty. Right. Like it's got, it's very uh, vividly blue. It's very pretty. It looks very idyllic. It looks like a fucking painting, yeah. but it's poison. If you drink what? that water, it can poison you. But they say they don't know if there's enough poison in those tainted waters to kill a human being. They can kill dogs right? And it can't kill animals, but mostly for human beings, it makes you just very, very sick. They don't know what caused these people. Cause the one, the one weird thing that they said about the way that they found their bodies was that it was obviously at the end of the hike. They had already went to the edge of the trail and came back. So they, they were already wrapping up for the day when it seems like if you want to kind of roll through what happened, dad wasn't feeling good. He sat down for a second, dropped, The mother walked a couple of steps in front and they found her too face down in the trail, like just dropped. So like there's no they haven't found puddles of vomit yet. They haven't found puddles of leaky diarrhea yet. And,
2: you know, they're looking for it. (laughs) They may have not included that in the report. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like that's what you got to look for. Obviously, I'm sure some of you are thinking temperatures. It's hot out there. It was 109 degrees, but they ruled out dehydration because it seemed as if they had plenty of water. So it doesn't look like that's the problem. So as Henry said, you got the toxic LJ, algae uh, or apparently carbon monoxide poisoning from a mine. They also said did, it was they, close to a mine. and They could have got so carbon monoxide. Like, apparently, wait, you get fumes horrifying. from a
1: mine. I didn't know you could get fumes from a mine, but then, then they said like they would have to have been inside of the mine. Like you'd have to have gone inside that. You can't just like, like out Whoa, and then get, you. you'd you have to go inside of the mine. But I also don't know there, there they were, we're going to find out what the fuck happened. Yeah. Uh, they, but I think the scariest part is that a bunch of people went looking for hikers And they found another dribble because then when they went out there, they found all of these people in like hazmat suits. So it obviously created a sense of mystery of like, what the fuck is going on?
2: Yeah, that's it. And they've now uh, the uh, the hazmat declaration has been lifted. So now you can walk around there and not have to look like you're in the movie. The crazies.
1: Never go down there. The reason why it was called, it's also called the Mariposa Bermuda Triangle. So it seems very dangerous, this area. It is really interesting. There was the Ferguson fire happened there uh, about three years ago. Uh, there, The bunch of firemen died uh, trying to fight it. Jeez. And then there was also a serial killer. Carrie uh, Stainer was oh. also there. He murdered three people in the same exact area, uh, which is, uh, it's, I mean, I feel like that that's kind of coincidental. I think it's because it's just out there. So, yeah, like, sure. obviously there's sometimes it's a technically a good place to have a home as a serial killer.
2: It's a, the best place to have a, a home as a serial killer. If you love the outdoors, the only character that I kind of liked in that one movie about zombies was Tom Waits. Yeah, uh, the dead. must oh, be the dead. dead, dead be, don't the dead dead don't die. Dead, that was dead the, the worst
1: zombie movie I've ever seen. But the cast was fun. But
2: I did like the I Tom love Jim Waits. Jarmusch. Oh, I do, too. For the most part, it was just some things It they tried and I don't. We, they tried, and I give them credit for that. But the the, uh, the, the out not homeless, they're in the woods. They're woods people. I don't see them as homeless. I see them as woods people, fully they're happy. Woods people. And uh, yeah, they, they know a lot of the tricks of the trade, and they're very scary in many ways. Well, this this
1: family was like an outdoor family. It's the same thing. Same thing with all the missing 411 shit, is that it does happen a lot to yeah. experienced hikers. I it mean, seems like kids, it doesn't even matter. Kids do go do go missing, but it seems to be yes, it's across the spectrum. But it is weird. Like that concept, the missing 401 stuff is just very creepy. Like the idea of like everybody's on a trail, you turn around for a second, the one person's then just gone, and then they find a months later, like In the same area where you searched a thousand times and this time their underwear is on backwards and they got fucking postage stamps on their head like they were mailed there. That's not true. (laughs) But it's like stuff like that where the body's like been messed with and they don't know what the fuck happened to him.
2: Yeah. Well, it seems like the aliens maybe took took him apart and tried to put him back together. But, you know, they put the legs where the arms are supposed to be and the eyeballs in his mouth. They got it all wrong.
1: Thing is, it is eerily similar to the cattle, the cattle mutilation stories, especially of New Mexico, yeah. where these cattle get. Sp- gooped, right? They get their eyeballs cut out and they've got yeah. their assholes laser cut out and they got all of their insides all kind of... i mean, like, you know, that's what they do. I but don't know then what these also-
2: aliens are collecting from Earth. Be like, hey, Glorgak, I got all the eyes and the assholes that you wanted. Are they trying to make hot dogs up there? Yeah, I might be. If they're like, this is the <laughs> ultimate nitrate. What if they only eat nitrates and they're like, they have the superfood down there on Earth. Get the cows, lips and
1: assholes, please. Maybe it's what they're trying to do is slowly poison us because what of that article I sent Jackie this weekend that said every hot dog you eat takes 36 minutes off your life that is not how so aging dumb. works that's not how aging works we don't it's have so a finite stupid. number of minutes no but it anyway. makes no sense it's so stupid but um but the way that the bodies are dropped and missing 401 is also interesting because when the cows are oftentimes found is that they're sometimes found with their legs broken as if they mm. had been dropped from a height so it's this idea of because then we're in this world of are people being scooped up by aliens and being exper- experimented with and then dropped? Or is there another fun kind of weird, kind of, uh, d- deep, deep, deep covert operation where they are faking these things to create the conversation about aliens around places where we have a lot of our most secret tech so that you don't you think it's aliens instead of thinking it's the U.S. government doing shady shit. when that's why you're seeing lights in the sky.
2: Well, either way, be careful when camping. Avoid caves. Evidently, they or their farts can kill you. Don't and go camping. Obviously, our hearts go out to the family. What a strange mystery! And we'll—I'm sure they—they they say the toxicology report takes a couple of weeks. But we will let you know if they find like uh, a whole bunch of something that would kill you. <laughs> but other I than that, so. but they I, were healthy, I would advise young
1: and- never camp. That's camping is very good, Mister. Camping is dangerous. The oh. cities are more reliable. You can camp in the park in the city during cannot, the day. You, you go to the arrested. Central Park. You can put out a sleeping bag. You oh, can hang so out there. Oh, so much more dangerous.
2: I it's mean, full of people jerking off and piss.
1: <laughs> Dogs and then, are off yeah, the leash. In nature, they're lying about you and not being there. Because there are still people jerking off out there. Live right from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family
0: Speaking of jerking off, oh,
2: this next what? story: somebody oh. out there, he's only jerking off because his sex doll went missing.
1: I mean, you say it went missing. I think that he got rid of it in a way. Like it nope. seems to be, he he was ashamed of it.
2: No, a oh. sex doll. It was mistaken for a body in a canal. Police invite the owner to come and collect it. This uh, police and firefighters <laughs> raced to the scene after they found a bunch of reports being like, there's a body in the, in the river. This is in central France. And it turns out it was not a body. It was a sex doll that was taped up in a black bin bag floating next to a heap of branches and reeds. The couple called the police on Tuesday. They hauled the body out, and they were like, no, my friend, that is a fully functioning sex doll. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Also, in this article, they blurred out the sex doll's boobs. I mean, it's blurred out? it's
1: literally a statue. You can show its tits.
2: It's not a human. Yes, the name of the place we is... We are
1: just, we are so... Our, we are? So, I mean, I guess this is from Europe. I, I figure, but this is on the U.S. news. We're not seeing the
2: titties, but mm-hmm. when it
1: comes down to it, man, we are so anti-sex. It is un fucking believable
2: unbelievable i i got a good rant on top hat this past week about only fans so sad uh, made off of the back of sex workers until they throw them away
1: yeah now they're just cashing out well whatever Absolutely. this is a, this for your show
2: yeah because it's a it just makes everyone mad yes <laughs> and right please Well, so. apparently
1: now they're allowing titties they're gonna allow uh, oh, titties on only oh
2: my god thank you but only no fans. The arbiters of morality you god, can't if do I full see penny, a vagina fuck that we all came out of oh, if oh, i ever see low, one low. of those Oh, oh, so this took place in Gendermary della della Laurie. <laughs> I think I almost said it right. Wait, Gen- this is no, no, you, de della Laurie. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's almost right. Henry, tell me that's not almost right.
1: You can't say any of these letters in here. That's how you know it's French. You can't say any of the N's, the D's, the R's,
2: the or the I or the E. you well, all I know is a bunch of people were freaked out. Go pick out her up, and the cops had to go grab this sex doll. And whoever threw out their sex doll, they have some explaining to do to that sex doll because they wrapped it all up like it was a corpse, and perhaps it was. Do you think? True, true, true talk. Is this somebody ramping up for real murder because well, the way the body is wrapped up this is how you would wrap up a body it's uh, definitely not just a sex doll randomly floating and the sex doll looks like used but clean I've got two theories one that
1: you might say is it ramping up to a killing or does this is this fulfilling the purpose of the sex doll and allowing a person to have the fantasy, of ex- discarding a body without killing someone, right? Like, like, are they allowed to express this with a sex doll without killing someone and they get to just do it? Or is also my second theory is, know. are they so embarrassed about having, trying to get rid of a sex doll that they would rather be caught with a human corpse
2: than throwing it in the river? Yeah, could be. I'm looking at a close-up picture here. I'm doing some real... Ben Kissel. This is honestly, true Detective, Hardcore like stuff a, he's doing. It looks like there's a knife wound on the thigh. It does I look like there's a knife wound man on the thigh. stabbed does. this sex doll and thrown it into the river and be like, "I've done it again," which I guess is an improvement from the days of all the other sex work murders. Not that this doll is well, a sex worker, it is a silicone doll. Do you remember how
1: we talked about back in the day when these, uh, the real dolls, like the super, super fancy ones started coming out yes. and how the people kept returning them all stabbed up yeah. Like that they would get them back and they would be covered with fucking knife wounds and shit. I mean, I don't know. This is what we, I think we've had this talk before about like, would it be improper to give pedophiles little robot children dolls
2: that they can destroy? That is a 1980 sitcom that you're referencing that I can't think (laughs) of the name, but literally that's the story. And I think that that, I think that robot was sentient. It is. Let's not have the rise of the machines be predicated on righteous indignation, because if you, (laughs) if we create sex robot dolls for children or for adults who like children, then the robots when they come for us are going to see nothing but rage. They're going to be like, those people are all fucking our robot children. And then we'll deserve to die.
1: Sometimes uh, someone does not understand and cannot learn and grow until they see the true, the, what they get for their actions. They have mm-hmm. to see it. They maybe have to be destroyed by a bunch of robots for them to understand. Maybe I shouldn't have been fucking all those kids.
2: <laughs> I love Terminator 8, Rise of yes. the Righteous Machines.
1: It would be incredible. <laughs> would just like, save?
2: let them kill us.
1: They deserve <laughs> to kill us. But I, I, I feel like that's, there's a lot of people who have talked about the idea of creating fake. Child porn, right? Like CGI child porn f- to help assuage. But I've, I feel like we've had this debate on this show before, and we've just, other uh, no, more qualified people have had this debate before. And, and I don't
2: know whether it helps or hurts. That is one of those, another great, unpleasant conversation you can listen to on Top Hat. I interviewed a
1: psychiatrist
2: for non-offending sexual you did. predators. It was over and Thanksgiving. I'll Always. always remember. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this next story. This is just this story. good
1: old-fashioned. I love this story.
2: Is this old-fashioned? This is scary as shit, dude. So basically, long story short, a woman... <laughs> Awakes her husband and says, "Oh my God, baby, there's, a, there's the intruder an intruder in the house. There's God. an intruder
1: in the house, baby. This is Alabama, by the way, so to, to have that in your mind."
2: And uh, the guy says, "Okay, baby, I'll go be a hero. Oh, shoots the intruder. Shoots the intruder. Who shoots um, him too? Who shoots they him? They shoot well, each other. Only to find out that the intruder is not an intruder. As a matter of fact, that was the I want to say live in, um, or live adjacent to, uh, sex buddy." Of the wife, so she was trying to kill two birds with one stone, or at the very least kill her sex friend, so then her husband didn't find out, or something like that. Either way, she really planned this shit out well, kind of. The dude
1: was living in the back house, somehow secretly. His name was Michael Amacker. Right, who looks like a guy who lives in the, your back house and fucks your wife while you were at work, and you—he goes to—he stayed at the house. He yes. somehow hid him like he was on Franck, Wait feeding him little pieces while he like I guess feeding him scraps during the day, just being <laughs> like you know. to keep your strength up because later at night you're gonna be eating sandwiches right in here, but later at night you could be eating my fucking sandwich and drinking at my pussy, Michael.
2: I guess so. She seemed like she had a lot of sex on the mind. She uh, did. evidently. She was also extremely high oh, on methyl. Yes, uh, that's, on the other, that's the
1: update. Apparently yes, that she, <laughs> yes, she was intoxicated at the time, apparently. And uh, I'm Acker also then it's been charged for with attempted murder possession of controlled substances, which mean he definitely had meth on him Yeah, and he had a gun that he had tried to scrape the serial number off of. <laughs>
2: According to Mobile County Sheriff's Captain Paul Birch, he says, I've still got it. I've still yet to figure out how somebody can be staying in your house and you not know it. He says it's and somewhat And I must bizarre. also
1: confess, honestly, I too have been fucking this woman. And so <laughs> I must shoot myself in retribution. <laughs>
2: Uh, Bert says another thing with the meth. People that are on it, uh, people <laughs> this is what Bert. I love this sheriff in Alabama <laughs> who knows so much about meth. Yes. Another thing with meth people that are people that are on meth not only do have paranoia, they can't keep their mouth shut. So if there was some <laughs> kind of diabolical <laughs> plan, it is very possible a Macker has told some other people. <laughs> it is really so, true, man. It's really, really now. true. <laughs> This is like a John Waters movie. I, I don't know. Do you was do you think a macker knew that he was now going to be an intruder in the home or did she just set this entire thing up? Where it's like, come on in eat my butt. And then as soon as he comes in, she's like, well, intruder, intruder. Or does he did he? I, this is so stupid. It's like ridiculous. I. Th- this is the plot I'm giving this with no
1: evidence. She's been fucking Michael Macker on the side. He loses wherever the fuck flop house that he's sleeping. Right. She's starting to understand like Michael Macker, he's doing enough math to get it up. Right. Maybe your <laughs> husband, it's not really like all there sexually anymore. Maybe he's not involved. I'm, I'm not going to blame the man because it's not his fault. But also at the same time, who knows what he wasn't providing to the wife. Right. Maybe every once in a while she lets a Macker up in the main house. Right, uh, like the main trailer. You come into the main trailer, and be like, "You like that couch?" Oh, you notice how you only have a stool in the back house, huh? Maybe if you do a little bit of jurisprudence for me, a little bit of due diligence for your role here, your honey, your honey bear here. I'm gonna call myself Honey Bear to you. You can go ahead and you can end up in the main house. And so he's just like, "I do fucking anything to him big And so like she sets him up in a sort of like that movie "To Die For," where like they all think that they're hot and sexy, and like like this is some kind of like you know, Gone Girl intrigue, but if but they just are both disgusting, and then they it's all destroyed. And I don't know why she thought. I think maybe she thought the he'll get a jump on my husband and shoot him. I don't know why she
2: didn't have him just shoot the husband. It seems like she wanted the husband to win. I think she was done with the macker. Wow, maybe. because that's why she set him up to die. He's the intruder. Well, anyway, a neighbor says that um Frank, that's the husband, he says uh, she says he was very calm, he was very nice. He cuts his grass and does things around the house. Um she says there's <laughs> never anything going on there until there is apparently. Apparently, this is what Tracy said when she told her husband about the intruder. She says he got up and armed himself, a shootout ensued. He noticed the suspect was well armed. They began shooting at another they shoot they shot at one another which just, uh, it seems, again, like Calamity Jane. It's kind of a fun scene, but it's not written in a movie. It's in real life, so they just had a, a methed-out shootout. Talk it's, about the Old West rising again.
1: It really is, man. The same shit we're covering right now, except the, back in the day, you know, in Old West times, they just had old-style old whiskey to do yeah. all of this shit. Not this, not methamphetamine, which also gives you energy. At
2: least at some point on the old-style whiskey, you fall asleep. Apparently, their daughter was across the street as well. So she like oh. ran over and then they all held a macker at gunpoint.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable. Honestly, they all had guns.
2: Of course. Everybody had guns. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, well, I this mean, is what the sheriff had to say. He says, we began digging further into the investigation. It was determined that a macker had a relationship with Mrs. Reeves for some period of time. That it's relationship It's not that
1: difficult. It's <laughs> not fucking. This is, this- these are not criminal geniuses here. This
2: is what he said. He said, that relationship involved methamphetamine as well as the relationship <laughs> mm, he maybe. had actually been staying in uh, <laughs> one of the rooms within the house for a period of time. She was supplying him with food.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just like. Also, love this oh man. my god, this he's, story squ- is, hes more squirrel than man.
2: <laughs> he is. This story is so much grosser because apparently bottles of piss were found in the room that a macker was staying. Well,
1: it's because she didn't let him in the main house until he's fucking. She, I guess all he was good for was that dick, huh? I man, guess so. He, that's, that's what it comes down to. And he was just treated like meat, and that's what's <laughs> important right now. If you are, this is for all of you listeners at home. And you're trying to set up a murder for hire plot against your husband. You try and do it. You keep that side piece well fed, okay? Absolutely. Well fed. You give him a place where he can go to the bathroom because if not, if he's not disciplined, you got to keep these guys in pocket. I. You want him to do what you want him to do.
2: I also so an attorney for a macker. I. he act says, like you
1: like the guy. If you want him to kill your husband at least for a while, let him kiss you on the mouth. Give him buy, buy him a bootleg like PS5. Treat I, him yes. nice.
2: Yeah, so Macker right now he isn't uh, he hasn't entered a plea deal or uh, and I don't believe there's been official charges and no bonds was was listed. So I don't even know what I don't know what to think because technically I feel like she could have also been trying to get a Macker killed by her husband. And then her husband technically would have a right to kill an intruder if he's in his home with a gun. So Still, I don't know what... I, I, but the woman, I don't think, is being charged with anything.
1: No, she's being charged with nothing. She's getting away scot-free because she's
2: just too pretty. I actually, <laughs> I
1: don't know. I don't get she, it. Something might pan out.
2: Yeah, all right. She so might will follow it might pan the, uh, the Amacker mystery in Alabama. Um, what a crazy... Like, that is just... If it's cat, the guy, actually, if George Clooney uglies himself up a little bit, a macker kind of looks like a Clooney. Oh, I could wow. see Hollywood That's superstars. That's a lot. I That's know. Given him a lot of credit. I know, but he's not. You know, he's got the little mustache, which helps the meth go down. And I just think you're getting lonely. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> is no, lonely I'm, I'm not
2: lonely because I have my relationship with uh, One Bone T-shirt company. So don't <laughs> don't worry about me. Give up one more man, what's up? Live right
0: from your grave. Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM.
1: This story, I'm actually even afraid to talk about it, because you know what? It makes me even sad just thinking about oh. what could happen to you, Kissel. You know oh, I, mean? I don't... It just <laughs> makes me sad. <laughs>
2: this this guy poor is dude... Big. He's bigger than me,
1: bro. Igor Vovkovichinsky. I'm going to say that. It's Igor
2: Vovkovichinsky. Oh, he's a good guy.
1: He's dead at 38, the tallest man in the US. He grew to 7 foot 8 inches tall. He died from heart disease. <laughs> And it's really, really sad. He's because- got a, uh,
2: in one of the shirts, he's got a T-shirt that says world's biggest Obama supporter. And it he was is the nice. world's biggest. What a he nice loved guy. the drone wars we all did. <laughs> um, well, he but- could just go grab him out and, and shake him up and stuff. It's just toys for him.
1: He finally, like the last big thing we'd heard from him is that he was from from the Ukraine. He had previously, he had sought help in buying $16,000 shoes. Because his feet grew to size 26. Um, And he said because, you know, mainly he like, because it helped him walk. Because I'd like to do simple things again, like maybe go window shopping at a mall.
2: Yeah, you think that's how he sounds? What if he sounds like me? What if he has a beautiful, nice, crisp, kind of deep voice, but also sensitive and soft? You read this quote
1: then. Read the quote then, how it would sound if he was ready for radio. Uh,
2: okay. All right, fine. Here's, you want me to read it? Fine, I'll, yes, I'll read please. it. So yeah, this is what he has to say. Um, I'd like to do the simple things, like maybe go window shopping at a mall. <laughs> I haven't done that in about four years. Maybe walk my dog or go fishing. That's sad. You're right.
1: Actually, having Uh, it sound less like George Mirasan really does make
2: it a bit more sad. Yeah, this is what his older brother said. He said he would have rather lived a normal life than be known.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. This (laughs) is sad. It's
2: It's really sad. So, guys, if you're drinking
1: Stoli tonight, Drop an extra shot for Ego Vov um, he is He is gone and heaven just got the longest angel.
2: Yeah, this is what he had to say when he beat the previous record holder by a third of an inch. Of course, when it comes to height, he says, Feels so good to finally have proof that I am the tallest man in America.
1: Hey, hey man. And yeah. now,
2: big ups to whoever's the tallest
1: man in America now.
2: Um, really because
1: uh, to be honest the grim reapers coming for you and i really hope that you uh you get some get some cardio in there yeah um cuz yeah he cuz yeah, he's lived. dead no one's uh, no one's add the new one cuz who was it was him cuz then it was cuz the, the tallest man was 8 foot 11 Robert Wadlow
2: yeah that was the guy i took a picture with him in uh, there's a little statue actually all over london they're very proud of that man that's the saddest sentence i've ever read have yes. rather lived a normal life Than be known.
1: (laughs) It's hard. All right. It's hard to be perceived.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think we are on to Hero of the Week. And everyone will be happy to know the hero has nothing to do with trash. It's just, I actually,
1: I have no problem with it being garbage men. I (laughs) I think that garbage men deal like, they get a lot of quote unquote, and, and ironically, and this is true, the pun is intended, they get a lot of
2: shit. They do, and that shit's honey, baby. Lacey Shillin-Law, 13 years old, speaking of honey, she spotted a large bumblebee lying in the road while she was walking her dog.
1: I and she hate. Sco- this doesn't even
2: really make any sense. <laughs> she, well, it's in the good time news, so we're reading it. She what sco- about
1: Joey Grundle?
2: Uh, I don't know. Joey Grundle, apparently he's a delivery driver who stopped a kidnapping, but that, that story is suspect to me.
1: This story, however,
2: is 100% real. She scooped up the bee and noticed it had a crumpled up wing. Isn't that sad? I, and of I course, bees know. are very important for the environment we live in. They are. Yeah. They are. She tried to put the bee yeah. in a safer spot by some flowers in a nearby park, but it refused to stay put. The bee buzzed back over to Lacey, crawling all over her. And after an hour, she gave up and headed home with the creature on her shoulder.
1: This is the. I'm, I'm sorry. To say this, and I don't mean to make fun of this person in this way, but this is the single loneliest thing I've ever
2: heard. She's a 13 year old girl in the middle of a pandemic. Let her have a bee.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: you're right.
2: She you're stayed right. on Lacy throughout the games. She stayed on Lacy for two and a half hours, and this is what Lacy had to say: "I'm so happy, and I just love spending my time with her. She's so fluffy, and I love our friendship. Isn't that sweet? The so insect she. Apparently so the bee is up- still around. Yeah, it's gonna be around until it dies. The insect apparently likes to in- nibble on Lacey's food, but Lacey always has a little sugar water around because you know how they die. like that. Yes, I do. yes, indeed. <laughs> and the the bee even stays yes. in a little jar by her bed as she sleeps. So isn't that just nice? Oh
1: yeah, it's nice. Honestly, it is nice. So it just goes to so the bee's just around. The bee just hangs out. I mean, that's incredible. I didn't know you could keep a bee for so long. I thought
2: bees die within a matter of days. She named, the, she named the bee Betty. So this is what she told her mother, Laura. That's the name of my mom. She says, it's completely lovely and also bonkers. Betty climbs in Lacey's long hair like it's some kind of jungle. And then she says, she's on her 90% of the time during the day, including her face, her glasses, and even in between her toes. It's so beautiful. Just gorgeous.
1: It is gorgeous. <laughs> I think that I like
2: this. Also, you'll like to hear this. Betty apparently really enjoys strokes between her wings. It's it's you a know? bee.
1: Good. No, good.
2: Good, 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 good.
1: <laughs> so eat, there you go. Here are cool. Lacey
2: Schilling taking care of even the smallest of our creatures that we've allowed that we must take care of. Taking oh, care of the okay, okay,
1: you chose the girl as the hero. For some reason, I kept thinking you were going to choose the bee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, like Betty the, the bee, bee is the hero. Betty the Bee is the victim of of wing abuse. Somebody, there's maybe a Betty the Bee, maybe Bruce, her bee boyfriend beat her up. And Betty the Bee <laughs> yeah, was left for dead. I'm going to say here, this is a lot of conjecture. <laughs> there is nothing but conjecture. We we have there's only- a picture of the bee. Crawling all over this thirteen-year-old girl. So this isn't entire that
1: nice. episode has been conjecture.
2: There is no. Been a I just
1: realized with each one of these stories that we've covered today, we have no clue what's happening in any one of them. <laughs> like each one of them is open-ended. There is no. There's no None. definitive evidence. There's no definitive science behind anything that we talked about.
2: Well, let me know. Side stories LPOTL, uh, dot com. Have you befriended a bee? <laughs> <laughs> Please,
1: anything but butter emails. <laughs>
2: All right, let's get to emails.
1: All right, let's listen to some listener emails. They got the emails. All right, so some of these were really fucking gross. (laughs) Um, And this, I've got to read these two. These are all gross. Uh, First of all, looking for the person. Honestly, we had several uh, lovely women reach out and say that they want to massage your feet, Kissel. Fantastic. Thank you. You asked for it. And they're there for you. And then I, um, I have given them your address. Oh, that so is so great. They're going to start arriving. Is- I'm hoping anytime soon. Uh, get out there. You can find them. You'll love them. You're gonna uh-huh. love his big old feet. These stories are, this is disgusting. Great. Um, It's been some years, but I used to be a bike messenger in Chicago. Chicago. One day, Chicago, one day after my shift, I was getting a 40 or something from the 7-Eleven near my work. <laughs> when I'm walking out, a dude comes up to me and mentions how he's been seeing me bike around the area a lot. It was creepy, but I love hearing what people have to say unprompted, which I honestly I'm with you. I, get, I totally get this. So he said, yep, I uh, work on my bike around here. And he we went on to ask me how bad my feet must smell from the work. Uh-oh. And I said, yep, I got real smelly feet. The socks <sighs> are hard enough to crack in half at the end of the day. Thinking I was doing this to gross him out. Right. He immediately he immediately pulls out a piece of paper and writes down his phone number. And he hands it to me, telling me he would love nothing more than to massage my feet after a shift. Ugh. I can even wear the same socks a few days in a row to get him even more rank if I wanted. I didn't tell him that I usually do. Um, I, I, honestly, there's nothing wrong with this. Even at no, Lives podcast it. and laugh, we're totally fine with it. So even go as far as to say I could bring a friend with me to make sure that it's all safe and all, which is actually kind of nice. It's and at sweet. the end, he could pay me $60 an hour to do it like, you know i said right. thanks and maybe and went around the corner to put his number in my phone book as being in college didn't mean meant that i didn't have a lot of money
2: hey so 60 forward. bucks an hour to have somebody Dis- sniff your feet everyone's had a college job like that it
1: is i found out this week it is the minimum wage in pittsburgh is 725
2: holy shit
1: You can't even live on it i definitely get my feet fucking sucked for Ugh. at least $15 a, yeah. an hour. Well, on, if
2: you don't eat lunch during the day, then maybe you could make money. Maybe. It's just hard. God in have to go to a v- buffet.
1: So he talked to a bunch of his bike messenger buddies, and they said that he'd also been approached by the same guy. And then one of them finally said that they went. Uh, one person even went to go get a roommate of mine from inside because they thought the roommate had gone through it. And it turns out his old roommate had gone through it. And not only had he gotten the foot massage, the guy gave him a foot massage. The foot finish guy also had him put cigarettes out on his fucking tongue. <laughs> as for money man no honestly that's a job and honestly and if he's yeah. coming and screaming then that's great if that guy loves it that's great all right intriguing indeed um here we go this is another horrible story um my uncle was a cop for about 20 years for, for, before being discharged for a dui that's kind of fun <laughs> about 11 years ago i'm 23 so keep this in mind i was 12 years old when this all went down but my uncle found a severed head when he was a cop It was Christmas time that year, of course. Oh. My uncle, who was always reserved about talking about his cop duties because he had lived in an area where I can't imagine how grisly it was to be on patrol there. So this one Christmas, he had a few too many to drink and disclosed everything. He was doing a normal patrol and and was called to a house to do a welfare check on a young adult that was mentally unstable and his father would routinely check on him. The neighbors noticed that the dad had not come by in a while. The neighbors were worried why this man was not getting care anymore, and they called the cops, and my uncle came. And when he arrived, he told us that he was caught off guard by how inviting the man was for him to come into the house. Also, almost as if he was proud of how well he had done without help, and he wanted to show off, which is very hmm. similar to the guy we covered last week, right? Where he just basically let the guy in the house, and the cop in the house, and was like, Here's the you head. gotta see what I did. Yeah, Right. Yeah. So the charade was all broken and my, when the uncle went into his room and he noticed that the closet was very smelly. He opened it up and he noticed that there was a duffel bag in there that was all wet, and oh. had the same exact odor, but at a higher concentration. So he w- went in, he opened it up, and right in there was a human head. Oh. Um, his way to not escalate the situation, because we brought this up last week about like, what do you do as a cop? Is that he pretended not to see the head in the bag. He was like, he basically said the man, told the man, I actually have to go answer a call really quick. He then went out to his car and he called for the car for backup and he waited inside until everybody showed up. And then they came in, uh, they arrested the dude and they removed the head. Okay. And he said that he knows that to be true because he was at his, as he was 12 years old and his uncle was hammered, he proceeded to take out his uh, phone, his flip phone at the time and show him pictures
2: Isn't that nice? Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho,
0: ho. ho.
1: (laughs) And that's what I have. Those are the disgusting emails that I have. But we honestly next week. So excited. We're back in here, man. We're back in the fucking mix, bro.
2: Yeah, we're doing it. We can't wait to see everybody on the road. We'll see you in Detroit. We'll see you in Columbus. Yes. And we will see you yes. in Cincinnati.
1: Um, pay attention to emails from your venue about how to handle all of the bullshit. They're going to tell you what to do. Yeah. Um, excited to see your
2: faces. We're going to get out there. We're going to rip it up. Absolutely. We've been having so much fun exploring America, and everyone has been so sweet. So thank you to everyone who came out and was responsible and loud and great and Lafty 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 uh, Lafty and uh, it's just been wonderful so it really right, has everyone. been man you just gotta love yeah you
1: just gotta live your life knowing that if you want to befriend her bee that's fine you don't need to do any sexual favors for it you couldn't honestly I mean I don't know how big of, I don't know if you could get at a bee's clit I know that a bee can get to your clit Honestly, that's oh. probably safer for it to go after your penis. You would just stick to your clit, walk around with its little feet. Maybe that's like, and you'd love that. Maybe that'd make you feel all lafty, as Kissel said, like you would laugh <laughs> about the tiny little bee's feet kind of dancing around your clit doing. It's like, where's the honey dance and kind of <laughs> no, stick listen. to it. Especially if you've been there for a while, you know what I mean? I wasn't
2: referencing that.
1: But. Yeah. But I mean, if yeah. that's what brings you lafty or makes you lafty, sure. and then love the fact that
2: Bees you can't talk. Could, oh, you bees can't talk.
1: Thank you for filling this out. Bees can't talk. And they can't tell everybody what they did to you. All right, because when it comes down to it, bees a bees could be a victim, and they we wouldn't know. We don't know what it, what happened to the other bee. We're just making shit up. Um, but also it, maybe at the very end of this, I'm going to say, if you have a severed head in your house, uh, maybe not be so proud of it.
2: Don't be proud of it. Uh, definitely, I don't know what to tell you on that. All I don't right, know. everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magoostalations?
1: Hell, may you fuck. Ooh. We're going to be back this week. Got belly to Kid pot three. We're going to get old west style, baby.
2: I Willy. can't wait. Go have, a, go have a good dinner in Pittsburgh.
1: Mm. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.